BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. morning and afternoon <laughs> Roxy or nighttime over there Roxy Soxy good morning to you Tam Tam I know we're on different we're on different days of the week that is so I see the future I you can tell me yes <laughs> how does the future look <laughs> You know, it's interesting because for everyone who might know, who might not know, but we're in Australia right now um, in a 14-day hotel quarantine. We have not left this room in f- 10 days, which is a really interesting um, exercise in your mental strength, I think. Right. Uh, we can go into that later. But um, so what I don't like about the time change is when I wake up, uh-huh. you guys have already done your day. Yes, it's that's what I don't like. And I'm like, I feel behind the eight ball. Yes. And we feel behind the I feel like I feel behind the eight ball too, because you know, I'm going to bed and you're already starting the next day. So it's like I know I still have to sleep, you know? And I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> just like, what is going on? And I'm in Texas right now in Dallas. Yeah. So you're even further like we're we're probably the yes. worst time zone possible because you're almost going to bed and I just woke up pretty much. So it's like, we've missed half our day together. Yes. It is like clear across, literally across the world from one another. Plus I'm sweating my balls off because it's a thousand degrees. I love your balls. I would like to see your balls. (laughs) You can see my balls. You can see my my balls. balls. And here's the thing with everyone. This is like, we had another episode planned that was going to come out today. And so we can't actually screw up and because we can't make any cuts because it's like, literally this comes out tomorrow Um, because we just want to capitalize on the time that, you know, we are in quarantine because I don't know if you know this Roxy, but a lot of Australia is now in lockdown too. So I feel like we're kind of all in this together. That is so crazy because I feel like for so long, like I felt like Australia was doing it right. And like everyone Mm -hmm. was kind of living free and things Mm -hmm. were really good. And the numbers were down, but I guess the variant has come through right now. Like, 
So what happens over here, because there isn't, um, they had a whole, and I don't want to talk too much about this, they had a whole vaccine rollout plan, mm. which kind of stopped. And mm. so a lot, of, so I think 2%, two to 4% of people here are vaccinated. So what, what that means is that when there is one case and it start, cause one case ended up this last week being two, which ended up being a hundred cases in New South Wales. Now to the States, a hundred cases is like, well, that's not a big deal here. It is because it can spread. And there are no people who are, you know, pretty much vaccinated. There's a certain tier, I think over sixties, there's like two to 4% that are vaccinated. Um, so what they have to do is they do have to do these lockdowns, which is these snap lockdowns down so it doesn't get out of control. And what I do find um, pretty awesome and interesting is that when these lockdowns happen, even if people don't like it, they do comply and it does seem to get the virus under like it doesn't it doesn't seem to spread like it was spreading in the US. Um, so the way for them to live free is to have these lockdowns and to be pretty strict about them so they can live so the Australians can live pretty much a normal life. So these are like micro lockdowns. These are like two and three day, like short lockdowns. Some are two to three days. Mm-hmm. In Queensland right now, it's a three day lockdown. Here in mm-hmm. New South Wales, it's a two week lockdown. They've already done a week. Okay. Um, so they should be out within the next little bit. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it, it, they choose wherever the areas are, how bad they are, if mm-hmm. it's a red zone or an orange zone. And look, it seemed to have worked, you know, the, Australia and Sydney did not, I mean, did not really have COVID at all. So it's been, it's been pretty awesome. And um, from what I hear, lockdown is going, pick it, it, pick one of the three. A, amazing. <laughs> B, taking it day by day. Or C, I want to jump out the window. <laughs> Could it be all three? Am I allowed to say all three? You can um, say all three. Yeah, I would say that... Um, sorry, my husband is trying, my daughter's like trying to get in here because there's nowhere else to go. I would say that it is not as bad as I expected. I was really nervous about this. Um, you know, I think the idea is that when you're told that you can't get out of somewhere, your mental health starts to deteriorate because you feel like you're trapped or you feel like you're locked. And when my mind started to wonder, wonder to those feelings, Mm -hmm. I got really anxious about it. I got really stressed to think like, oh my goodness, I can't leave. I can't leave. But when I don't focus on that and I focus on I'm here because it keeps other people safe, it's keeping me safe right now. And (laughs) Sydney's on lockdown anyways. I'm like, I'm not missing anything. (sighs) But it's like if you focus on the positive and you don't focus on the negative feeling of feeling locked in and trapped. And I think, I feel like we can use this lesson for our daily lives in general. Mm -hmm. If you focus on the positive, then it was a much better experience. And yes, the third day in, I definitely got kind of depressed and anxious. Cause I was like, I was like, fuck three days in, we have 11 more days. How am I going to do this? Mm-hmm. But I did realize that time is kind of an illusion. Like there is no tomorrow and there's no yesterday it's now. And mm-hmm. we can be, I know it's so profound um, <laughs> and we can be happy now if we mm-hmm. focus on what's happening now. So the kids have been great. Okay. They've honestly not, they don't even know. I don't even think they know they're in a lockdown <laughs> because we've had a schedule. We wake up, we do crafts. Um, I exercise. We've got a treadmill in Sean then exercises. Then we have lunch and the baby goes down. Then Phoenix gets to watch TV. So everyone knows what they're doing throughout the day. And I think humans love schedules. So it just hasn't been as bad. And I think that when you anticipate something to be so overwhelming and so bad, it normally isn't. And there's always wine. 
There is. I've only drank two days. <gasps> you only drank two days. That's it. Yes. I've only drank two because I limit your alcohol, Roxy. You would be so pissed oh. in here. Oh, is it true? <laughs> is it one bottle a day or no? I don't know if it's a bottle or half a bottle, uh-huh. but because I, I have I have I've only ordered twice. <laughs> but I think you both get half a bottle to a bottle a day. But a bottle a day is a lot of wine. I'm sorry. <laughs> it makes for a good time though, doesn't it? Don't you think a bottle of wine a day is a lot? <laughs> I mean, it is a lot. Like I think if I yeah, if I had to drink a bottle a day for like two weeks straight, I probably I don't I it would be so <laughs> Yeah, you would not be happy when you get out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what are you like eating in there? I mean, do they give you, they give you food, right? So I'm here for work and I, and I don't know if you know this. I just found this out recently because obviously we live in the state, so we haven't heard so much about what's been going on out here, but Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people who haven't been able to come back to Australia since 2019, the 2020. So a lot of people who haven't been back to their home for almost like a year and a half to two years because they can't get back because there's not a lot of flights that are coming in and they're not letting a lot of people on the plane. And, and on our plane, there was only 20 people on the plane. So we booked economy. We had the entire economy. One person was in economy. The entire thing was to ourselves, oh, which was wow. so wild. But yeah. we were allowed to come back here, back to you asked a question about the food. We were allowed to come back here because I'm working and I'm filming here. So there was an exemption for me to be able to come back. Um, and what the production do is they pay for the week that I'm in quarantine, um, which somebody, you know, you would have either your work would have to pay or you would have to pay, you know, by yourself. So they, they there's one price mm-hmm. and within that price, the food is included. But I have to tell you, Roxy, the food is like airplane food. Oh my God. So it's just like dehydrated, like rubber. It's just rubber all meat. pasta. Yeah. It's like pasta, oh, cheese and sushi, um, vegetarian sushi. So like none of the food. And I feel so bad because I don't want to waste the food. So what we've been trying to do is pick things out of the food that we can like make into something else, like pick the like tofu out of the sushi or whatever, and like make Mm. it into a salad or something like that. So we don't waste, but the food is not great. Oh gosh. Maybe the wine helps then. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's time to introduce tequila to the party. I know. Uh, So we've been ordering door, like, cause they have Uber eats here. So every day we've been ordering Uber eats. um, (sighs) And that's kind of how we've been able to get through it. Oh, so you can, so all the the restaurants are open or you no, can- um, the restaurants are shut down, but you can do uh take to go. Okay. okay. Which is uh so take away here. That is yeah. a lifesaver then. So you can yes. get like all your favorites and yeah. like still kind of like ease it. Like it, it, it eases the quarantine a little bit, you know? I mean, it does, but I keep thinking like, we're just eating and sitting in one room. Like that's not good for your body. <laughs> You're like extreme lack of vitamin D. Yeah. I'm like, there is no vitamin D whatsoever. Can you like stick your arm out the window and get some like sunlight? So there's a balcony. The problem is the balcony is 30, uh, 23 stories up. And my husband hates heights. So like every time he goes in, he starts like screaming. He's Uh like, it's too high up. It's too high up. So I'm like, it's not like we're sitting on the balcony having a romantic dinner at all. Um, But we can, we can, that that does help. Like being able to have that fresh air. But that's pretty much it. You cannot leave your room. Like you cannot go downstairs. You cannot go to the pool. Like everyone's like, can you go to the pool? I'm like, definitely not. Um, You can't go for a walk outside. You're, you're, the day that we came into this place we shut the door and that's been it oh my gosh so there's no taking the kids out like the kids are like inside yeah the room could you do it oh my god i mean with david and bray in one room for two 
Well, no, we do have, we have a, we have a separate room for the kids and we do have a, a small, tiny kitchen, but you know, I'm grateful for that. Cause I know yes. people, you know, don't always get that. So I'm so grateful. I'm trying to think if I could like, seriously just be like, okay, here we go. We're going in for two weeks. Like the three of us. Uh, I mean, that would be, that's tough. I yeah. would maybe dress up like somebody who worked at the hotel and like try to steal. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there are guards outside. Are there? Yes. <gasps> there <laughs> That's why people are like, why don't you just like go downstairs? Like, how would they know? I'm like, they're guards outside our room. <gasps> so it's like, is this like a quarantining hotel where like everybody yes. is quarantining? In this no, <gasps> it's a quarantining hotel, but certain floors are quarantine floors. And those floors are only access. They don't give you a key. So you can't like come back in. So once you, if you go, oh, I'm just going to go for a little walk. You can't yeah. go back into your room. Um, yeah. So you can't do that. And there's guards. Like if I went outside and yelled like, hello, there'd be yes. a guard saying, hello. Uh-uh. Oh my God. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. I know. I had to open the door the other day and it was like, we vacuumed on the little stoop. And I was like, oh my God, they're going to be so mad that we vacuumed outside. Cause it was just white when people walked in. I'm like, they're going to tell us to shut the door. Oh my sweet. That means there's no cleaning service, right? So we are not allowed a okay. vacuum from the hotel, but we okay. can order a vacuum. The problem is the order, because everything's on lockdown, mm-hmm. seven to eight days to get a vacuum in. So we haven't been able to vacuum. And I put it on my stories on my Instagram and a little birdie dropped a vacuum off for no. us yesterday. Oh. I am so, whoever did that, thank you so much. My husband will thank you forever um, because it has not been, yeah, it is, we've been living in filth. Oh my God. So like, yeah, there's nobody, no fresh towels. It's not like nothing living, right? It's not no, like no fresh towels, like cleaning service, no. like, oh no, no room service. I mean, uh-uh. And Roxy, the worst part, and I know you would hate this, you oh. don't know where you're going until you get on the bus. So you get you get off the plane and they okay. put you in a bus okay. and then they tell you where you're going. And you might be going to a nice place. You might be going to a really crappy hotel. You might be going to one room. You might have a kitchen. You have no idea about your living situation until you get to your hotel. So you can't even be like, okay, like I can prepare for it. <gasps> yeah. Oh, that would drive me up a wall. Cause I have yeah. to know. I have yeah. to know. Yeah. <gasps> so you were just like, okay, wherever we end up, we end up. Like <laughs> it is it. yeah, it's such a lesson in lack of control. Yes, it is. That would see that would also drive me crazy because I like to be in, under control, you know, I like yeah. to control like yeah. things like that. So not having yeah. that choice. Mm-mm. But I guess what can you do but surrender to it? You know what I mean? You have to. You have to surrender. And the yeah. thing is, I think, and this is probably a the greatest lesson I've learned in here is mm-hmm. that we think we have control and certain things we do. Like you have control if you get up and exercise in the morning, like sure. Right. But the bigger things you just really don't. And that's kind of where the magic happens if you just let go of that obsession with suffocating something that's when life just feels better yeah when it just becomes like Mm -hmm. easier and like so yeah I get it I get it what about like you and Sean have you guys had fights like I can imagine being with David like I know you'd be so mad (laughs) yeah like I can't and the problem is you can't go anywhere I mean I've had I've had a few panics like like maybe three times Uh uh-huh and it's just because like, I feel anxious and I can't go anywhere. Yeah. But like the, f- 
we've only had one fight and the fight was about he just disappeared into the bedroom and started working for two hours. And I just felt like you need to communicate with me what you're doing Uh because, you know, we have like who's doing what and when are you doing what so that we we both know what we're doing. I just felt like from me, it felt like he wasn't respecting what I was doing because he didn't tell me what he was doing. So like you felt like he wasn't like respecting like your time and like what you need. Yeah. And this is we're in quarantine. So like I only get small. I I don't I don't mind if he works for 10 hours. Just tell me. Yeah. Just give you know? me, give me a heads And up. the thing is, he said to me that I changed the plan, which I did. So I think because we're also potty training in here. Oh, great. That's <laughs> so fun. I was like, you need to tell me. Yeah. You need to tell me what you're doing. So I need to know who's on the potty duty. Yeah. So that's the only thing we fought. How's about. that going? Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh do you remember potty training, Bray? No, here's what happened. Now this, I did so, school. No, you know what happened? I I'm so grateful David's sister, my husband's sister is this amazing, amazing, like Mary Poppins-esque, like child specialist. She's also a nurse. Like she taught and ran a daycare for years. We went on a work trip to Sundance for like, I think it was seven days. We left. She wasn't potty trained. We came back. She was potty trained. You are so fucking lucky. (laughs) We skipped over the whole thing. I'm like, that is not fair. I know. I know. I know. Because I keep hearing these stories. Because Phoenix was potty trained at school. So, I mean, she was kind of half potty trained. She wasn't yeah. really. She, they potty trained her at school. Um, and so I didn't really even think it was a thing. But this is our second try. So we've been trying for six months. This is our second try. And this is the thing she does. Everyone gives me all this advice. They're like, take uh-huh. her clothes off. She does her clothes are off. Take right. her every 10 minutes. We've done that. Take her. And then some people say that's too much. So take her every 30 minutes. So right. we do that. And then some people were like, wait to let her tell you. So we've done that. Right. Give her uh, stickers and treats when she goes. We've done that. Make a big okay. deal about it. We've done that. Mm-hmm. So we've kind of that put her in the underwear. So she like soils herself and she doesn't like it. We've done that. The thing is, she has gone like this morning. She woke up and she goes, I need to go pee pee and went to the potty. <gasps> oh, so maybe she is getting it then. But then she'll just pee on the floor. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, so she'll do that. Yeah. But then she'll also just pee on the floor or she'll like go. I need to go poo poo, go poo poo on the potty, which is amazing. I scream and yell and it's I give yep. her treats and like, yay, sticker charts. Mm-hmm. And then I'll take her 30 minutes later and she won't go. And then 45 minutes later, she'll poop on the floor. Oh, no. Oh, so do you think maybe it's just maybe she needs a little more time like before, you know, like maybe she's not quite there yet where she wants to do it? The problem is, I don't know when we're going to have another spat of like this amount of time at home with where she can have no clothes on. Yeah. Do I mean like life begins again? Yeah. Yeah. Because you'll be going back to work, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, who's going to stay at home for three days? And they say three days is not. It's like five to seven days. Like who has that time? Yeah. It's a full commitment. Like it's a full commitment. commitment. So what are you going to, um, I don't know. What can you do? What have you not done yet? Do you think? I've done everything. (laughs) What I haven't done is like pooped in front of her and gone, this is what it is. (laughs) Or like pooped on the floor and been like, this is a no, (laughs) don't poop on the floor, poop in the potty. I don't know. I mean, look, I am hoping uh, that she's not 14 years old, like peeing yeah. her pants, but, um, you know, at some point she has to get it. I mean, I guess at school she has to get it. Well, she'll be, will she be starting school then in September? What is this? We're not exactly, this, I know. 
Wait, what is what is the school? It, it, is the school year round there, or is it like so? School in Australia starts okay. January to December, which is kind of got it. What what I feel like mm-hmm. life should be like, like at the beginning <laughs> of the year, yay, happy New Year! Yeah. Then school starts, mm-hmm. and then Christmas school school's over. I mm-hmm. feel like why does why isn't school like that? I yeah. don't know. But it, it is over sense. here in Australia. It's like January to December is school oh, here. That's right, because it's your summer. So it's like the opposite. It's like yes. summertime is like December, January, February. Yes. Ah, okay, I see. So like maybe yeah. once you start school, you know, they'll have more time to like the teachers. Because I feel like all the, the preschool teachers are so amazing. Like they They're know so how to do it. Yeah. You know, they can do it. Then I wonder if a lot of these schools, you have to be potty trained before you go. I think you can be like half potty trained. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Think- <laughs> yeah. Or you just say you're like, oh, oh, she's potty trained. Yeah, she's yeah, fine. And then like fine. she poops on the floor. You're like, I don't know what happened. You know what? I didn't see her do it. <laughs> I was like, I, she was potty trained at home. Yeah. And then they'll have to potty train her. Oh my gosh. You guys are doing that on top of like the whole quarantine thing, but you guys are going to be out next week, beginning of next week. No, today's day, day 10. So we've got four more days. <gasps> oh, so you guys are going to be out by the weekend. Yes. <gasps> but here's the thing. Everything's on lockdown. So you oh, can't do anything really. Well, we're supposed to be filming. So hopefully we will be in this, what they call it a travel bubble, okay. which means that if you've hotel quarantined, mm-hmm. you're actually allowed to, to fly to certain places because you're in something called a bubble, which means that you have to prove that you've hotel quarantined for 14 days. You need three negative COVID tests. You need, um, you need a, a, a form which shows that you've traveled directly from the hotel to the flight. So it's like a whole thing that you're allowed to do if you've hotel quarantined under strict regulations. But, you know, it's everything's just so up in the air because every there's other place like so many places in Australia are on these different lockdowns that you have to like learn about what the rules are, you know? Oh, so like everybody has different rules, like in different parts yeah. of the country. And I haven't seen my parents since obviously yeah, we got here this? and I don't think we're going to see them for another month. What? Yep. Are they? Because help- if I'm allowed to go film, they right. are obviously, they haven't done a 14 day hotel lockdown right. quarantine. So my parents um, won't be able to until everything opens up and the borders open up. And so how far away are they from you now? From like where we are right now, yeah. like 20 minutes. They're that close? But, yeah. Oh my God. They should come to the window and like wave to you guys. Yeah. It's so weird because we're so like behind the building that I don't even know how we could do that, but it's yeah. been so sad. Like we can't see them. And then if I go film for a month, like, you yeah. know, we can't see them and it's already been two years. So it's, you know, and I know that a lot of people are in the same situation, mm-hmm. like they haven't seen their families for two years. And I, I definitely feel grateful that we're so we're closer, we're closer yeah. to see them, but we're still not seeing them yet. That's so sad, but it is so ama- amazing because that's actually what we've been doing here because I hadn't seen my family mm-hmm. in a year and a half. And so just having those in real life moments, like for the first time, especially with the kids, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it just kind of brings a tear to your eye. You're just like this is what it's all about, you know, like getting people together and hopefully everybody coming together safely. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just so nice, you know, what's happening in California. Cause I heard that they took away masks and now masks are back. Yes. (laughs) That was like two days of like going to the movies and being like no masks in the movies and then back to masks again. So what's going on? I think that the CDC is recommending indoors because LA is such a populous, like 
County. Um, mm-hmm. They're recommending that people wear masks, even if you're vaccinated indoors because of this new Delta, Delta variant yeah. mm-hmm. that's supposed to be very, um, you know, aggressive and very contagious and you don't want to get it. So I guess it's kind of, it's a little scary because most of our kids, our young kids are not, vaccinated, are not vaccinated, right? No, they, they are so at risk. Yes. Yes. So that, you know, definitely worries me a bit, you know, to see what this variant is and like, does it, I, you know, cause I don't know, kids so far have been pretty safe, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. with this whole pandemic, but you never know, you know, I mean, it could be that one of these variants is the one that, you know, is really bad for them. So it's just so interesting that, I mean, not interesting, but just when we look back mm-hmm. and go, wow, this really changed the course of so much this, this pandemic. I mean, people yeah. lost people, people moved, people, you know, didn't see, you know, family members for years. They, I mean, kids left schools and went to a different, it's so, like the, it, it changed the course of so many people's lives. Yes, it literally did. And think about when we look back to at the photos from mm-hmm. like in 10 years or something. And it's like, our kids have grown up and then, you know, they're like, we have all these face masks on and you know, we're at all these like outdoor places because nobody went indoors. And it's like, Mm -hmm. looking back, it's going to be a trip, you know, to think that we kind of went through this and hopefully we'll get through it sooner rather than later, you know? You know, someone told me in 2020, it's going to be three to four years. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, there's no way, but it's already been, it's like soon it'll be two years, you know? And I think there's going to be a version of what we've experienced for quite a while. Like even Australia, if they are wanting to bring vaccines here and saying, you know, at some point it has to have a certain amount of people vaccinated for everything to open up, that's going to take some time, which means that when we leave Australia, I don't know when I'll see my parents again because I don't know how easily it'll be for us to come back and quarantine for two weeks or even if we'll be allowed to. And then my parents, I can't expect for them to leave and then them have to quarantine for two weeks. It's it's yeah. costly and it's, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's hard for for people. And it, I don't know if if people are going to want to do that. Yeah, no, it's it's a lot. I mean. Yeah, because once even once they get their vaccine, they would have to do that another quarantine, probably. Right. So mm-hmm. it's like and, you know, I. Another thing too, I've noticed like a lot of people's parents, which makes me kind of sad is that a lot of people I've been seeing, including my own parents have aged a lot in the pandemic. I know, I know. know? And it's like a year and a half and two years. And it's like, they, they are already getting older, but it's Mm -hmm. like the stress of everything that we've been through, it just made it like so much harder to see them, you know, because you lose time with them. And that's, of course. And that's what they look forward to. And it's, you know, when they, I feel like you age faster when you don't have a lot of hope Mm -hmm. or you're not, you don't have things to look forward to. Your brain isn't active. And when you're just sitting at home and you don't have those moments that give you that sort of euphoria with your kids and your grandkids, um, Mm -hmm. that definitely starts to, to age them faster. And, Mm -hmm. you know, what I don't think, well, what I, (laughs) the older population mm-hmm. is the most at risk mm-hmm. and think about the stress yeah. of what that would do. If you know that if you got this, that it might, it's very likely that it would be pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, no. just imagine what that would do to your mental health. Yeah, definitely had took a toll. I feel like 
on a lot of people's parents is like you're saying their mental health, their, mm-hmm. their ability to live like kind of, you know, independently in the sense of like, okay, I want to go travel. So I'm going to book a flight to New York or Los Angeles or wherever they want to go. You know, mm-hmm. it's like taking away those key things that gave them that sort of like independence and, you know, mm-hmm. gives them that will to like live because, you know, they are getting older. Their bodies are getting older. I can't imagine that it feels as good, you know, as the mm-hmm. years go by. So yeah. it's like when you start taking those things away from them, it's like they go into like a depression and it like affects yeah. them. And I'm sorry, but you know, we've had so many experts on the show talk about how mental and physical health are so tied together. Like mm-hmm. they're so related. So if your mental health is declining, eventually your physical health is going to decline, you know, and vice versa, you know? Yeah. I've found it really hard to like get back in shape since this pandemic. And it's not a weight thing. I keep saying that, like, I don't, I don't have to be a certain weight to be happy, Mm -hmm. but I have no desire or motivation to push myself physically exercise wise. And, and when I do, I feel better mentally. Like I don't feel good if I just go for a little, Oh yeah, sure. I go for a walk. I'll feel okay. But if I go for like a hard run or a boxing class or some good weights, like those endorphins really fill my body. And I do get that, you know, calm, euphoric presence, uh, you know, feeling that I don't really get from just like a light, you know, walk and I'm just not finding myself wanting to push through. I'm just like, eh, I just have like, I just don't have the desire. You know, yeah, we, we have lost that motivation, Tamman. Like, oh, yeah, never, I don't have the motivation. <laughs> two years ago, you and I, we I just had a baby and I was like getting back in shape. I was like, yes. this is great. No, we were like so good. We would go and meet at like Pilates or like mm-hmm. class or whatever. And it's like, because that hasn't been happening, like, I don't know, in LA, like, took a while to kind of get fitness classes back up. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, we've been not doing it for so long. It was like sort of hard to get back into it, but like you lose that motivation. Like I have lost that motivation to like, you know, go and like do that and be able to um, go and, you know, work out. And like, it, it, even mm-hmm. though I know how good it's going to make me feel in the end and how worth it it is yeah. for my health, I just like lost that motivation and I want to get it back. But it's hard. I know. I hope I hope I will, because I feel yeah. like I've gotten to a point where maybe my I know and I know your muscles can definitely, you know, snap back and they right. do have that recognition. Mm-hmm. But I feel like maybe I've maybe it's been too long for them to <laughs> remember <laughs> what that feels like, um, because, yeah, like my abs since I had a baby of mm-hmm. like just and, and, and your abs aren't just for um, vanity. Your abs are really something that's necessary to keep tight just for your back and to be able to hold yourself up and your shoulders and everything like your core is so important. And I feel like I've lost so much of that since having a kid. And then now it just doesn't seem to be, you know, able to get that strength back. Um, But you know what, again, I go back to the positive. I do believe in manifestation. I believe in positive mindsets. Mm -hmm. And I think that if we just look at the positives that came out of this, because there's Mm -hmm. obviously so many negatives, the positives, the more time we've spent with our families, Mm -hmm. the more self-reflection we've had, um, the quiet noise that we've able to um, live in for a while. So it's not just been about rush, rush, next step, maybe change jobs, maybe change places to live. I mean, for us, we left and went around America to see if there was something more that we could have with, with the things that we wanted. And 
it's changed a lot of people's lives. And I think, you know, maybe we'll look back at this and be like, oh, that was, that happened for the reason for my family because of this, you know? Yeah. yeah it's good to look at the positive. It's hard though. You know, it's like, it is hard, right? I want to look at the positive a lot of the time, but it feels like groundhog day a lot of the time. And mm -hmm. I just, you know, I lose motivation, but you're right. I mean, you have to keep looking towards like the future and know that this yeah. is like going to pass, right? Like this is yeah. only temporary. We're not always going to be like in a pandemic, you know? So it's, it's a good point. It's a good point to keep looking, you know, forward and manifesting and think yeah. about what you do want, you know? I think we, a lot of us suffer. I know. I mean, I know I do from destination mm -hmm. happiness. Mm -hmm. Like when I get here, I'll be happy. When I right. get this house, I'll be happy. When I have this relationship, I'll be happy. When I have this, I'll be happy. And so what that does is it really robs us of um, the happiness we can experience right now. And I know that you're like, where's Davin? Where is she gone? But it's only because I've been trying to put this into practice the last couple of months, if not six months. And it's like, we think that the big job, right? You, you look at, look at someone that you look up to and right. I promise you the person who got the X huge deal mm -hmm. and it's a big financial deal. Yes. At some point when your, your basic needs are met, money doesn't necessarily make a person happier, even though we think it does when you have shelter, when you have food, when you have enough money. So you're not stressing every single day about every single cent. Once you're past that point, there's, there isn't a lot. And there's been studies done on this that makes you that much happier. And I think that we think that, oh, you'll get that certain job and then you'll be happy. And Matthew Perry said, the scariest thing is when I got everything that I wanted, I got money, I got success, I got creativity, whatever mm -hmm. it was that he wanted. And he said, and I still was depressed. That was mm -hmm. the scariest day of my life. Oh my gosh. I bet. He had it all. Yeah. He was getting a million dollars an episode and he was miserable. That just goes to show you sometimes it's more money, more problems too. You know, it's like, yeah, you've got a lot of, you know, you think things are going to be solved with money, especially. And, you know, if it, 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 it truly won't make you happy. Sure. Maybe no. in the temporary, but not. And when your basic needs, I do think that when your basic needs are met, like if you don't have a place to like sleep, right. I do think having a place to sleep makes you happier. If you don't have food to eat, I do think that having yes. food to eat obviously makes you happier to make sure your kids have healthcare, right. these basic needs, when you have those things, I do think that they make you happier, mm -hmm. but then, then I'm not exactly sure from then on. Yeah. What, what more do you actually need? You know, except yeah. maybe Brad Pitt, except <laughs> a little sandwich. you can't buy him, Roxy. <laughs> you can't buy his love. Are you sure? <laughs> we should have someone who's like a, a you know, a, billionaire or a hundred millionaire on this show yes. and just ask those questions. Like, did, you know, does it make you happier? Just keep, when you keep earning money, like, does it, is that what yes. drives you? You know, yes, we need to manifest Richard Branson. Let's get him on Richard. Branson. You know, and I think Richard Branson's happy because he got to a point in his life where he started and he says this, he, he started doing a lot of giving back and a lot of charity because at some point, it doesn't make you happy. And he's like, well, what does is like public service and um, charity work and community. That's what starts to fill up your cup. Mm -hmm. And that's what he started to do at a certain point of his career. 
Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, he truly serves others and you can see that in, you know, his character and in the work he does. And I think that's what also separates him from other people of his like financial means and stature mm-hmm. is that he's always, he's always looking to do something for somebody else. You know, he's mm-hmm. always looking to do something for somebody else and he doesn't, it's mm-hmm. not about him anymore, you know? Cause I mean, mm-hmm. once you reach that level too, how can it be about you? Just you, you know, no. right. Cause it re- you reach a point where it's like, okay, like how many hundred, how much more do you need? Yeah. How much more do you need? How much more do you need? You know? So what's next for you in Dallas? You going back to, are you going back to La La Land? Yes. I'm going to be going back to La La Land. It's a heat wave, right? Yes. It's hot AF there too, but it's dry right. heat. So it's like not the humidity that I, as you can see, I'm very shiny right now. Your balls are sweating. Yes, I want to see your sweaty balls. I want to see your sweaty balls. I'll FaceTime you after this. <laughs> <laughs> how about you madam what's next after oh quarantine? what's next in my next four days of quarantine <laughs> um so we'll be here for four days and then hopefully if everything goes to plan i will be f- shooting um i've got a few pro- I, i'm it's weird because like i just spoke to our publicist yesterday it's like yeah. what am i allowed to say what am i not yeah. allowed to say um i'm shooting a couple of projects here in australia which means that i could be here for a couple months i could be here for longer than that. Mm. Um, so, you know, I will be on set pretty soon and I will be able to share with everyone what we're doing, but the exciting things is people will be able to see these projects. And, and that's the most important thing for me because I've been out of filming for so long because of COVID and I was pregnant and then had a newborn. So it's been like three years. So I just want people to see new work that I've done. And that's, that's what makes me excited. And what also makes me excited is if you get to have a love scene and remember, I do have love scenes. I've got a love scene in every, every project I'm doing. I don't know if it's like, well, the first project is kissy kissy. The second project I think might be a love scene. The other one I think is kissy kissy. So I don't think there's like, I don't know. You missed out the first go round with all the kissing scenes. (laughs) No, I can't do it to my husband. Wait, have you seen that show sex life? No. On HBO. Have you heard about it? No. So with that girl, Sarah, I can't pronounce her last name. She's mm. been in lots of shows. She's always plays the lead. She's actually a really good actress. I don't know if I love the scripts. Mm. I think the script's going to be a little more solid. But, mm. I mean, they go there. You see full nudity. <gasps> For, like both par- like both people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or- oh. I mean, I'm not sure. I- I've only watched the first couple of episodes, but I know that you see full male nudity. Okay. And you see, I mean, it's it's really it's really sexually intense. And, and I'm like, it, huh, interesting. Huh. Is there one male lead or is it like revolving? There's a few. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <gasps> but I mean, it's called sex life. So I guess in the contract is like, you have to show full, like full nudity. Would you do Which is that? interesting because I would do that if I had her little body. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. You can do that. Girl. Maybe when I, well, maybe when I start working out, and getting the motivation back, <laughs> then I would do that. Look, I mean, and this is what my husband said. He was like, yeah, like if I was, if I was in good, sh- the shape I would like to be because uh. I'm actually putting the effort in, I'd be like, you know, I, I, you know, you, you and I are like nudists. Yeah. He loves to be naked. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Totally. I'd be like, everybody look here. Come see <laughs> this. Come see it now. Um, no, I have no, my, you know, I've, I, I don't, feel ashamed about the female form at all. I think it's so super beautiful. And 
good on you. Like I, mm-hmm. I always say to you, like we see guns and violence all the time and such graphic um, images that we just don't even think about. And yet you see a nipple or a sex scene. It's like, Oh my goodness. When it's so, it's so natural. Like the, the body is so beautiful. It's so natural that um, I think we need to see less violence and more of that. Yes. But particularly in America, because it's such a more puritanical culture mm-hmm. that it's like, people don't really want to see like, you know, the sex and like what goes on in the bedroom. But mm-hmm. like you're saying, we'll see guns and violence and yeah, all kinds of things like on camera here, you know? I remember seeing a, a James Bond movie and I was like, okay, that guy's literally head just got chopped off. And then you would see the woman and like, they, they made sure that the, the nipple was covered by a perfect sheet. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> we literally just saw it head chopped off. Like we literally just saw someone's head roll <laughs> down the train, you know, but it's just, it's just a, it's an interesting mentality. Yeah. It's a really interesting mentality. Um, I'm excited to see all these projects you've got going on though. Don't worry. I will not be, I will not be doing <laughs> nudity like that. Don't you worry. Um, just I don't know. Fun. Maybe one day, yeah. maybe one day, just for you. Just when for you me. show me your sweaty balls, I'll show you my full nudity. Like I said, I'm going to FaceTime you after this. Yeah, I really do. We'll, we'll put it on this. Sh- we'll put it on the show. We'll be like, yes. and we'll insert yeah. um, the picture of your sweaty balls. So it'll be great. Everyone will love it. <laughs> well, it's so nice talking to you, Roxy. It's I made know. my, um, it's made my quarantine day a little go a little faster. So thank you. Day 10. So glad. I know. I'm so glad to see that you are in fact alive in quarantine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I was kind of pissed that no one was checking on me. I was like, um, like literally is anyone going to be like, Hey, how you doing? Are you okay? Are you alive? Like no one even, I think it's because America has been on quarantine, but, but it's a different type of quarantine because you can't actually leave. But but yeah, I think everyone's just over it in the state. So no one just yes. cares about us yeah. over here. Everyone's like, we are done, you know? Yeah. Ready we to- don't want to talk about quarantine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are over it. We are over it. Well, I can't wait to see um, yeah. how it turns out these last few days. I mean. I know. And thanks, guys, for following along the journey um, and asking for this extra episode, Um, not extra episode, this episode. And then we'll probably have to have an extra episode, too, maybe coming up soon. We should do we should, again, try to be doing maybe two a week rocks. Yeah, we need to do it, girl. Let's get on it. Let's get on it. I'm in. I'm in. Well, thanks, guys, so much. And um, you can follow us on Women on Top Official on Instagram. And Women on Top uh, podcast on Facebook. And Women on Top, our group on Clubhouse. Yes. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, and comment. We love you. And I am Tamin Sursock from Quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Roxy Manning from Sweaty Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> and we are Women, women on Top. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.